This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call... The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. It's fun. It is the TGIF version of the Riley and Kimmy Show. You listen to the day the show is uploaded, episode number 1671. It's a freaky flashback Friday. We might want to add frightening to it. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! Hi! Hi there. I'm your host, Patrick Riley. The field investigators in your sector have classified you as obsolete. You are obsolete. You have no function. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. You're a bug-crawling insect. An ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. No one is obsolete around the Riley and Kimmy Show. Matter of fact, nothing is obsolete around the Riley and Kimmy Show. We focus heavily on nostalgia, retro, and somebody who is not obsolete is right next to me. She's, well, she's something else. She's, uh, well... Our super freak in the studios for a flashback Freaky Friday. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And we have to add a frightful Freaky Friday because it is what, Kimmy? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Friday the 13th. Welcome to the Friday, the 13th edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Hope you're not suffering from Triska Decaphobia. Are you suffering from Triska Decaphobia, Kimmy? No. Now, you had a family member who did suffer from Triska Decaphobia. Yes. No joke, right? I mean... No joke. And I had a colleague, a vice president of programming that I worked for, who definitely had it. Matter of fact, I know for a fact today in Chicagoland, he is called in sick. He will not go anywhere on Friday the 13th. He hides at home, and I'm not making that up. Mm. Very superstitious. Matter of fact, so superstitious, once we were going out to a a business luncheon, and there was like a a lane for the radio station. It was just a one-way in. A black cat went across that, that pathway. He stopped the car and waited. We waited 15 minutes till another car came by and went, where the black cat had crossed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you have a problem there. 
Yeah. He, he didn't seem to think of that <laughs> that way at all. I hope you're not suffering from triscodacophobia. If you are, well, we're here. If you're, you know, shutting yourself in, if you went into lockdown mode, sort of like my friend up in Chicagoland, we have archived episodes available for you. You can listen all day long. You can get through Friday the 13th. We have that available all on our website. And matter of fact, we have something special for Friday the 13th on our website right now, Kimmy. Really? Yes, we do. We have a 1935 golden age of radio production about the origin of superstitions. The episode's about the origin surrounding around Friday the 13th. Ooh. Why people are scared of Friday the 13th. All right. It's a golden age of radio production, theater of the mind. It's available on our website. Safe for all ages. Might find out something about uh, Friday the 13th you didn't know. Yeah. That's available at RileyandKimmy.com. Also available on our website, archived episodes, celebrity interviews we've done, and easy ways to take us anywhere on planet Earth. You can listen on iHeartRadio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. We have those platforms available right there. Pop culture stories and so much more, including information about an upcoming event we will be at in September, right at my birthday time. Celebrate, yeah, celebrate with me. That's Ancient City Con. You can find out more about that event. And how you can purchase tickets in advance just by visiting our website. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com Pop Culture Escapism The Riley and Kimmy Show The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play a game? That is the big question on this flashback, freaky, Friday, frightful, whatever, you know, it's, yeah, it's a mess today. It's kind of scary. Uh, does Kimmy want to play pop culture trivia? What say you, Kimmy, or are you too scared to play? I'm not too scared to play. Okay, what we need to tell you is the uh, timeline may be adjusted or may not be. It could be in chronological and linear order, or it could be all scrambled up because of a, a freaky Friday. Regardless, Kimmy needs your help with some of these questions, especially the very first question. Shout out answers. Yell them out. Whisper them to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. Kimmy believes in time travel answers, so you could shout to you know your laptop, desktop, tablet, smartphone, any computing device, the Riley, Riley and Kimmy show is just everywhere, right, mm -hmm. Kimmy? And tell your friends, especially older relatives and friends, that they can listen to radio on something besides traditional radio. And if you have a favorite radio station you'd like the Riley and Kimmy show to be on, please contact their station programming department, their management, their ownership. And we have a link on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, how you can communicate with us to them, link and all that kind of stuff. So visit RileyandKimmy.com and keep us in your thoughts when it comes to that. Kimmy, the very first question we have for you is in the category of music. How do you feel about that? Uh, pretty good. Well, it's an oldie. How about that? Uh-oh. It's a golden oldie. Going back to 1939. Uh-oh. This recording artist made his recording debut. It was on this date. He recorded a couple of songs. Kimmy, we have one of the songs that he recorded. He would become extremely big and go into acting as well. Identify who it is. Melancholy mood Forever haunts me Steals upon me in the night Forever taunts me What a lonely soul am I Stranded high and dry By a melancholy mood 
Gone is every joy and inspiration. Tears are all I have to show. No consolation. All I can see is grief and gloom. Till the crack of doom. Oh, melancholy mood. Melancholy mood. This individual's first recording, also recorded from the bottom of my heart. Who is it? Um, Artie Shaw? No, 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 Kimmy, no, uh, no. This is recording artist Kimmy, not a, a musician. Oh, okay. Known for his um, vocals. Um, an actor. He acted in The Manchurian Candidate. Oh. He acted in Suddenly, Kimmy, and he's known as Blue Eyes, Old oh, Blue Eyes. Who oh, is it? Frank Sinatra. That's his very first recording right there, 1939. Wow. Moving a few years ahead into the world of rock and roll. The year is 1956. Two singles come out. It's an A and B side, and they both become hits, Kimmy. That is a rarity. Tell us one of the singles here. Identify it. You know I can be found. Sit no more alone. If you can't come around, at least please tell the phone. What is the single? Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. That is one of the sides. Give me the other side. Became a hit as well. Identify it. Well, they said you was high class. Well, that was just a lie. Yeah, they said you was high class. Well, that was just a lie. Yeah, you ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. Can you tell us the song, Kimmy? Hound Dog. You ain't nothing but a hound. The year is 1956. Both of those are released. Both of those become hits, Kimmy. Tell us who had them as hits. Elvis. That's correct. Now, within a few weeks, Hound Dog had risen to number two on the pop charts with sales over one million. That is within just a few weeks. And soon after, it was overtaken by Don't Be Cruel. That became number one on all three main charts, pop, country, and R&B. Now, between both songs they remained at number one on the pop charts for a run of 11 weeks that's almost three months wow something that could not be done today no. correct no it couldn't be staying in the world of music your favorite category right mm-hmm. and staying in the world of oldies kimmy the year's 1959 this song is released identify the song Can you tell us the title, Kimmy? Um, ooh. Can you tell us the title? Oh, I can't. You can't. Have you ever heard that song before? I have. Okay. Nothing coming up. I, no, no lyrics. No, nobody's shouting I'm this out to you. just a blank. Well, that's normal. Nobody's whispering an answer to you mm-hmm. at all. All right.
Kimmy, who had that as a hit? Now, it was released 1959. It did not chart very well in 1959. Only reached number 83 on the Hot 100. They re-released it, which is a rarity, in 1961. It reached number three, that, that exact same song, on the Billboard Hot 100, and number two on the Billboard R&B Singles. Can you tell me who had that as a hit? I'm completely stumped. The Shirelles. The year is 1964. This group made their studio recording of this song. Tell us the title of the song, Kimmy. What is the title? Think about me. It's up to the judges. What do you say, judges? Judges say that is a miss, Kimmy. That, right. that is a miss. Yeah. Moving somewhere else on the timeline. <laughs> Sixty-eight. This individual murders eight nurses in Chicago. A Netflix story about serial killers and mass murderers did a episode about him. Can you tell me who it is? Oh, um, Richard Stark. No, what was his name? It's Richard Speck. Speck. The year is 1979. This individual releases the single Faster. Tell me who it is. Recording artist at this time period in his life was fascinated with racing. Can you tell me who it is? Well, that sounds like George Harrison. That is, and the song Faster. The year is 2009. The lead single from this person's eighth album premieres identify the recording artist. Like a coffee machine in an Number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100, 11 on the Top 40 charts, number 1 on the Dance Club songs. Can you tell me who it is? Shakira. You're right. <laughs> Celebrity and notable birthdays. Famous people born on this date in history. This actor, born 1928, Kimmy. He starred on a television series from 1965 to 1971. Identify the show. Can you tell us the name of the TV show? Mikhail's Navy. That's not Mikhail. No, 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 no. That's um, it's um, Hogan's Heroes. I mean, yes. That. Are you sure? I'm sure. You're sticking yes. with Hogan's yes. Heroes. Yes. You sure? Yes. You're right. Yes. Give me. Tell me who was born 1928. 
Maybe you've seen me playing the part of a make-believe officer on television, just for laughs, of course. That's okay for entertainment, but I can tell you how you can become a real-life officer in the United States Air Force. And I'm talking to girls, not guys, girls. You see, if you're a college graduate, you can have an exciting space-age career on America's aerospace team, learning a space-age skill that can make all the difference between just a life of humdrum and an adventurous life of travel and excitement. As an Air Force officer, you get officer's pay, officer prestige. You become a leader with a responsibility that goes with the job. And you get to travel, too. Not just around the States, but to exotic foreign lands with strange-sounding names. With a college degree, a girl can have a great life in the U.S. Air Force. See your Air Force recruiter now. Kimmy, can you identify who was born 1928 on this date? Bob Crane. Hi, I'm Bob Crane, Colonel Hogan of Hogan's Heroes. You got it right, Kimmy. Do you realize he started out in radio? He was huge in Los Angeles radio for about 16, 17 years. Worked morning drive. Moving somewhere else on the timeline, identify this actor, Kimmy. Once you have, tell us how old he is today within five years. Listen carefully. Here's your clue. I'm Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the Federation Starship Enterprise. T. Earl Grey, hot. Make it so. One further thing. Special favor. Using the same strength you showed with Captain DeSoto, I would appreciate it if you could keep me from making an ass of myself with children. Shut up, Wesley. Can you tell me who it is? Who's having a birthday? Patrick Stewart. Yes. How old is Patrick Stewart today? What birthday is it? 76. He is 77 today. Next person, identify who it is. Once you have, tell us how old he is. You have a plus or minus of one year for his age. Here's your clue. Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Can you identify who is having a birthday? Of course, Harrison Ford. Yes, within one year. How old is he today? 74. He is 76 today. Next person celebrating a birthday is 74. Actress Lynn Loring. She started acting in, well, 1951 at the age of seven. She played on a television soap opera for, well, right, right through high school, Kimmy. See if you can identify the soap opera she is known for. Before they identify what it is, you have about 20 seconds, about 15 now. Can you tell us the name of the daytime drama? Search for Tomorrow. Ooh, let's see if Kimmy is correct and what the sponsor is of this daytime drama. This is Search for Tomorrow. This portion brought to you by Crest, the cavity fighter. Kimmy knows her daytime dramas. Oh, I thought it was going to be brought to you by Prowl. That that was another one, too, back then. Or Pampers. Lynn Loring, she's 74 today, and she did a lot of other television work, too. She appeared in Man from Uncle, also an episode of The Wild Wild West, and, let's see, Return to Peyton Place and The Mod Squad, and one of Kimmy's favorites, Daniel Boone. I'm being sarcastic there. I don't think Kimmy's ever seen an episode of Daniel Boone. Uh, no. Moving to the next birthday, Kimmy. Actor, comedian, once you identify who he is, tell us how old he is. You have a plus or minus of five years. He appeared on a TV show from 1996 to 2001. He was a co-star of it. Identify the TV show first.
Can Kimmy identify the show this person was on from 1996 to 2001? Well, I should hope so. Nash Bridges. Correct. Now tell me, who is having a birthday? Here's your clue. Joe Dominguez. What do you want, Fuller? No, we're still working on it. Are you threatening me? Oh, fine. I'll tell Mr. Lee myself when he gets back. Yeah. Hey, Nash, man. I think this is our lucky day. Can you tell me who's having a birthday? Cheech Marin. Correct. How old is he today within five years? Seventy... Seventy... Seven... years old. Seventy years old. You're saying he's seven-zero. Seven-zero. I thought you would have guessed a lot lower than that. He is seventy-two today. Next person, voice actor. And, Kimmy, I'll give you this much of a little clue. You have attended a panel this person has done. Oh. Yes. Well, let's see if you can figure out who it is. First, tell us the cartoon that he is known for voicing. Here is your clue. Mr. Krabs sure has a lot of expensive treasures to drip paint on. Well, I guess we should open these cans of permanent paint now. Okay, Patrick, let's get our brushes ready. Uh, maybe we should start with a smaller brush. We painted the whole house, and without getting a drop of paint on anything but the... Flappin' Flossum, what's that? Just a dollar! It's Mr. Krabs' first dollar! His most prized possession! And we got paint on it! Okay, this isn't a problem. Maybe I can just wipe it off. <laughs> this is not good, Patrick! This is not good! Mr. Krabs is gonna be home soon! And when he sees what we did to his first dollar... Oh, I get it, Mr. Krabs! You told us the paint was permanent so me and Patrick would be more careful and not get paint on anything! Kimmy, can you identify the cartoon this person is known for? SpongeBob? Yes. Now tell us who the voice talent is. Here he is talking about how to do a certain voice, a certain SpongeBob thing. Here is, here's your clue. Kids always want to learn how to do the SpongeBob laugh, and I always tell them it is a three-step easy process. Step one, make a noise like a smoke detector low on batteries. And while you're doing that, you just move your hand up and down on your neck and rattle it around, you know? You've attended a panel that he was part of, Kimmy. Can you tell me who he is? Um, is it... What's his name? Tom Kenny? Kimmy got it right. Tom Kenny celebrating his 56th birthday today. That was a panel with him and George Lowe, remember? Uh-huh. Yeah, that, those two together, that was a trip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and by the way, speaking of George Lowe, you have an opportunity to see him at Ancient City Con. Please, if you're in Florida, take the opportunity. Uh, it's happening in September, September 7th through the 9th. He will talk about cartoons and things like that, mm-hmm. and you can talk to him about uh, the world of animation and voicing and stuff. That is Ancient City Con, and we have a link to them on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I see dead people. Notable deaths, famous people who passed away on this date in history. The year is 2006. This American comedian and actor dies at the age of 87. He won an Oscar and a Golden Globe for his supporting role in the 1957 film Sayonara. He did stage comedy, Kimmy. Stand up. See if you can tell me who it is. You know him for a lot of television shows like Dean Martin's Roast. I don't know if you actually watched that. Carson. Variety shows and things of such. And I'm not looking at his filmography at the moment, but I do remember he was on The Love Boat at least once, maybe more than that, or Fantasy Island, one of those shows. Tell me who it is. Here's a man 
lives with a bear and they give him a dinner. <laughs> Samson lived with Delilah, got a haircut. I lived with my first wife 11 years, I got a summons. <laughs> Not knocking bears. Bears are good people. Do you realize that since they put those Smokey the Bear ads in the subways, there hasn't been one forest fire in New York City? Kimmy, can you tell me who passed away 2006 at the age of 87? Oh, um, no, I that, can't. That is, I'll give you his first name, you give me his last name. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Red. Buttons. And you got it right. Judges say you did a fantastic job on this flashback freaky friday thank you we're gonna go back in time and if you're scared there's no reason to be uh we have something to get you away from friday the 13th we're gonna go we're gonna go back and well honor spotlight something we talked about on trivia with the golden age of radio it's an old time radio spotlight on the riley and kimmy show Moments ago, we spoke about actress Lynn Loring celebrating her 74th birthday today. We have a golden age of radio mystery drama she starred in. It's titled Having a Horrible Day. Lynn Loring portrays Amy Hastings, a brave woman who has testified against one of New York's most infamous drug lords. But now, his thugs pursue her to a secluded resort where Amy and a friend are on vacation. Remember, as a bonus on our website, we have the Friday the 13th truths. Where did the superstition start for Friday the 13th? That's available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Right now, our tribute to Lynn Loring having a horrible time on the Riley and Kimmy Show. mystery drama, Having a Horrible Time, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Bob Juran and stars Lynn Loring and Francis Sternhagen. How about a little vacation? Some fun and fresh air. Let's go along with Amy Hastings and Lois Wilson on their way to a swinging singles week at the Tomahawk Tree Lodge, snuggled deep in Pennsylvania's Pocono Mountains. Swimming, horseback riding, tennis, golf, the works, including murder. But let's not dwell on morbid things. We're off for a vacation at the Tomahawk Tree Lodge, and it's just up the road. I just wish we were going to arrive in daylight, Lois. We won't be able to see anything at night. Don't worry, Amy. We'll have plenty of time to see every nook and cranny of the place. Besides, all the fun begins at night. That's when the wolves come out. <laughs> I hope you don't mean the four-legged kind. <laughs> Anyhow, it sure is good to get away from the city and all those awful phone calls. Anytime a person gets their name in the paper, they're plagued with crank calls. Forget it. We're off for a good time. Oh, I won't spoil your fun, Lois. I promise. Now, don't think about my fun. I can take care of myself. This is really your vacation. 
I still feel you shouldn't be paying for everything. But why shouldn't I? What better way could I spend that reward money? It took a lot of courage to do what you did. No, not courage, really. I mean, I just recognized that man from the pictures in the paper and told the police. Still, you deserved every penny of the reward. You know, I wonder how he feels now. Who? Archer Hamblin? Yes. As bad as could be expected, I hope. He was the worst thing that ever happened to New York City. I do feel kind of sorry for him, though. Oh. I mean, I guess I would because I was responsible for them catching him. Now, baby, get Archer Hamblin off your mind. He's right where he belongs, behind bars, and it's silly to brood about him. You're right. I'm not going to even think about it. I'm going to enjoy myself. That's the spirit. <laughs> I know the girls at the office think I'm some kind of a prude. Oh, well, there's some bunch. In the two months I've been there, I haven't seen one who has any brains. Except you. <laughs> well, it's nice to have you for a friend. I, I don't make close friends easily. We just sort of hit it off, you might say. I keep to myself a lot. I just... I just never feel close to the girls at the office. Well, forget them. We're off for a week of fun, and you're going to love this place. <laughs> Tomahawk Tree Lodge. It even sounds exciting. <laughs> Lois, don't you think we ought to wait till tomorrow? I mean, should we be too anxious to meet someone? Listen, the hard-to-get approach is all right in an east side bar. But here, it's first come, first serve. <laughs> an empty table. Now sit yourself down and we'll order some cool drinks. It's, it's so exciting and beautiful. A waiter. Two Collins, please. Lois. What? Don't look right away. But there's a man at the bar looking at us. Where? Lois, don't be so obvious. That tall, blonde fellow. Well... I wonder if he has a friend. Oh, Lois. Amy, we're not here to spend the week by ourselves. Will you stop craning? He might join us. If we let him know we're interested. He, he just keeps staring. Hey, it looks as though someone else is interested. That one in the tan jacket's heading this way and beating him to it. I sort of like the one at the bar better. Well, we have the whole week ahead of us. <laughs> what do we say? Hello is a good one for a start. Oh, Amy, just remember you're a swinging single. Now relax. Oh, good evening. Uh, how do you do? Hello. You, uh, you girls just arrived? Not a half hour, though. We believe in making every minute count. Well, at a place like this, that's the thing to do. I'm Fred Russell. I'm Lois Wilson, and this is Amy Hastings. Pleasure to meet you, Amy. Hi. Uh... Have you been here long, Mr. Russell? Mr. Russell? Now, look, at a place like this, it's Fred. Okay? <laughs> no, actually, I just got here yesterday. Oh, a newcomer, too. Uh, how long are you planning to stay, Amy? One week. That's all we got. Are you staying long yourself, Fred? Well, that depends. Depends on what? On whether I, uh, like it or not. By the way, you're from New York, aren't you? Yes, that's right. How'd you get? I saw the license plate on your car. Oh, you. 
Are you the official welcoming committee? Oh, no, 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 no. But uh, being observant and friendly is sort of a pastime with me. Look, I, I hope I can show you around a little while you're here, Amy, if uh, it's all right. Well, I, I guess so. You've been here before, then. Oh, sure. Yeah, there's a lot to do. You've got horseback riding and canoeing and swimming, all those things. But, you know, they're not much fun alone. Well, that's what we're here for, isn't it, Lois? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Well, look, if you'll let me, I promise to show you a good time, Amy. How about starting with a dance? Oh, I... Well, that is, I... uh, if Lois doesn't mind. Oh, not at all. Come on, then. Lois, are you sure you don't mind? Oh, heavens no. Go ahead. I promise not to keep her long. Have fun. See you later. Mind if I join you? Oh, well, not exactly, but an introduction would be nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Ralph Cook. I'm Lois Wilson. How do you do? Forgive me for seeming forward, but uh, who is that dancing with Amy? What? That is Amy Hastings, isn't it? Yes, it is, but how did you know? Well, she's the girl who fingered Archer Hamlin last month. Yes. You said your name was... Uh... Lois Wilson. A friend of her? Look, Mr. Cook, just who are you? How do you know Amy? Miss Wilson, I have to talk to you privately. It's important. What is this? It's about Amy. Well, what about her? We have reason to believe she may be in very great danger. Oh? Let's dance. It'll seem more natural. What danger is Amy in? Well, I'll explain it in a minute. Please. I need your help. Now, first of all, uh, may I call you Lois? Of course. And I'm Ralph. Yes, so you said. Now, what is all this about? I'm a detective. A detective? Yes, now, no one must know but you. And particularly not Amy or uh, that man she's dancing with. What danger is there? We're pretty sure that Archer Hamlin's crowd is out to get Amy for fingering the boss. Oh, no. You mean... You mean those crank calls were for real? And that is why I'm here. We think this might be the perfect spot for them. Why? Well, we think one of them will probably pose as a guest, get friendly with Amy, and then kill her in some way to make it look like an accident. Oh, how awful. Well, this is the perfect spot for it. With horseback riding, a lake. I, I can hardly believe it. Well, it's possible, Lois. And very probable. Oh, what can I do? I want you to be my date. And that way I can keep close to Amy without arousing suspicion. But what's the uh, name of the man she's dancing with? Oh, uh, Fred something. Fred, Fred Russell. That's it. He approached you as soon as you sat down. That's right. If he is the man, he'd want to get to Amy first before any other summer Lothario started making time. You know, come to think of it, he did beat another man to our table. A tall, blonde fellow who kept staring at us. And it was Amy he was after. He hardly spoke to me. Hmm. That jibes. And he noticed our rented car had a New York license plate. And he's been watching for you. This Hamlin crowd is shrewd. They don't shoot people from black cars. 
will go to any lengths to kill without arousing suspicion, no matter what it involves or how long it takes. That's why Hamlin himself got away with so much. Oh. Well, what do you think he'll do? He'll bide his time, gain her confidence. It's important that you don't let on to Amy that anything's wrong now. Oh, why? Well, if she gets the idea someone's after her, she'll get scared and he'll know it. I want him to think he's safe. Now, don't worry. I'll always be around, and the minute he tries something, I've got him. I don't like the idea of Amy being bait. She's not bait. She's a sitting pigeon right now. But the killer has to make a move before I can arrest him. This must be a bad dream. It's not pleasant, I know. I'm pretty sure this Russell is our man. I don't want him scared off. Oh, what a way to start a vacation. Nellie? Hi. Hi. Where have you been, sleepyhead? Oh, well, I didn't sleep well. Everything all right? I've been here every minute. Gosh, Lois, I'm sorry I ran out on you, but I couldn't wake you up. Oh, it's all right. Hey, the water's wonderful. Why don't you and Ralph swim out for a while? Well, maybe we will. We swam all the way out to that island. Way out there. You swam to the island alone? No. Fred was with me. You want to dip before lunch, Lois? Well, yes. Let's all go. I think Amy and I have had enough. Gosh, yes. We'll just stay here and watch. Oh, come on. A little hey, more, will you, It's all right, hurt. Lois. They have been in quite a while. Too long. And Amy's getting cold. Oh, all right. Well, we won't be long. Race you to the raft. Okay. Hurry up with that shower, Amy. It's time for lunch. Isn't it wonderful, Lois? What? Isn't he wonderful? I've never had a steady in all my life, and now in one day... Amy, just how friendly are you getting with Fred? What do you mean? Oh, well, I admit I did tell you to let your hair down and enjoy yourself, but... You know, there are other men here, too. No, you said you liked that blonde man at the bar last night. But Fred seems so interested in me. For myself, I... Well, I sort of like it. Um, what... What has he said? He... He asks me all sorts of questions about myself. It makes me feel important. Does he know who you are, Amy? Well, of course. We all introduced ourselves last night. I mean about... about the Archer Hamlin business. He said he remembered me from all the publicity in the papers. Did you tell him, or did he bring it up? Lois, why are you asking all these questions? Well, I... I just don't want you to take Fred too seriously, honey. You're not jealous. Oh, of course not. I mean... You've got your date for the week. I know, but that... Lois, I'm really enjoying myself. Let me. I like Fred. No one has ever been interested in me like this before. It's nice to be wanted, to be loved, to be admired for oneself... And unsuspecting Amy Hastings is enjoying every minute of it. 
She's having a wonderful time. It's poor Lois who's having a horrible time. We'll get back to our fun in the sun when I return shortly with Act Two. Tomahawk Tree Lodge stands majestically on a mountaintop. Lush green lawns sweep invitingly toward the clear blue waters of Quail Lake. To Amy Hastings, enjoying her first vacation without her parents, it's a paradise. To her friend Lois Wilson, it's something else again. Is anyone having dessert? Gee, not me. I couldn't eat another bite. I'll pass. By me. Well... What's on the agenda for the afternoon? Croquet? Horseshoes? Badminton? Gee, you know, it's too bad the ski lift isn't running today. Does it ever in summer? Sure, all year round. It's just down for repairs. Oh. You know, it's a great scenic ride. Go all the way to the top of the mountain and back. Hey, maybe we can do that later on in the week. Okay. Um... What do you say to a horseback ride? Oh, that sounds exciting. Good way to work off a big meal. Amy, you've never been on a horse in your life. I know, and I've always wanted to. I'm afraid the merry-go-round's been the extent of my riding. Um, I think we'd all have just as much fun here at the lodge. Besides, it's too hot. I mean, I'd love to try croquet. Well, okay, but if Amy would like to ride, uh, we'll go along and meet you two later. Yes, I really want to go. Now, Lois, don't you worry. Nothing can happen. Okay, let's go then. Ralph? Oh, so just being a wet blanket. After all, we're here to enjoy the facilities. We'll take a shot at horseback riding, too. We're paying for it. Now, look, don't let me talk you into something you don't want to do. I mean, Amy and I can go alone. Oh, no. Come on, Ralph's right. We might as well have the fling we're here for. Well, if you're afraid of a horse, it could be dangerous. We'll take our chances. Okay. Look, I'll, uh, I'll go on ahead to the stables and reserve the horses. I'll come with you, Fred. Hurry up, Lois. I'm petrified of horses. Can you go it alone? I can, but it's liable to look funny. I have the feeling I'm not one of Fred's favorite persons. All right. I'll have to go for Amy's sake. But I'll have to change. Amy's in slacks, but I can't get on a horse like this. Well, hurry it up, hmm? What do you think he might do? I don't know, but horses can be dangerous. I don't see them. And they're probably in the stable saddling up. Hi, folks. Ready to go out, too? Oh, yes. We're joining our friends. We've got two fine gentle mares here. Have you ridden before? Uh, where's the couple that came down here a few minutes ago? Well, they're out on the trail. They said you'd be along. Oh, Ralph, they're alone out there. I should have known he'd try something like this. Get us going quick, huh? Sure thing. Here we go, Virginia. You'll be nice now. Oh, Lord, what do I do? Nothing to it. Put your left foot here. Right. That's it. Yeah. Now, just swing up. Come on, I'll help you. Oh, oh. There we go. Oh. <laughs> now you, sir. Uh, I'm all set. Well... You sit a horse right nicely, sir. Ralph, what do I do? Hold the reins. Lean forward. Your horse will follow mine. Let's go. Ooh, it's not as I thought. We'll have to go faster. Just hold on. Ooh, is, is there more than one trail? There probably is. Oh, golly, they may have turned off somewhere. Well, they couldn't be too far ahead. We weren't that long at the lodge. Oh, there's a fork in the trail up ahead. Hold on the reins. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. 
Oh, which way do we go? A special fence to the left. Ah, you are a detective. Oh, it's Amy. Come on, get up, get up there. We may be too late. I don't know what we're going to find. Amy! Amy! There they are. Oh, Amy! Amy, what happened? Take it easy. She's all right. She's all right. All right, nothing. She's flat on the ground. Okay, Lois, I just fell off. What happened? Well, a snake frightened her horse. I was riding behind, and I saw it dart off, but there was nothing I could do. Uh, Amy's horse shied, and she just slid off. All of a sudden, my horse reared. Well, how come you didn't wait for us back at the stable? We knew you'd catch up. I think we've had enough horseback riding. Well, what do you say, Amy? Do you, do you feel like going on? I, I guess I'd better go in for something a little less strenuous. Oh, Ralph, this is impossible. Amy and I are going back to the city tomorrow. You can't run away from Handler's men, Lois. The best we can do is lure them into the open. And they're pretty smart about that, too. But I can't spend a week never letting Amy out of my sight. And he's certainly going to get suspicious with us hanging around all the time. We don't have to be with them every minute as long as we know where they're going. Yes, but the minute they're alone... He can do anything he wants. It'll have to look like an accident, so that limits his field of operation. You mean like the horses this afternoon? Do you think he did something to Amy's horse? I'm convinced of it. Look, she looks so little and innocent dancing with Fred. How could a girl like her get up the nerve to identify Hamlin? Innocence can have backbone, Ralph. Look, Lois, go along with me for a couple of days more, hmm? I guess I'll have to. But I look over there at Amy dancing with that man, and I shudder. I hope you're not mad because I spoiled the horseback riding today, Fred. No, 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 no. Of course not, Amy. You know, you're kind of quiet tonight. Well, it's just a... Can't we shake that friend of yours and her Romeo? Well, Lois and I did come together, and we are best friends. I know that. It's just that I'd like to be with you alone sometime. <laughs> what do you say we slip down the lake and take out a canoe? Well, I... Without telling your friend. Oh, Fred, they're, they're watching us dance. They'll probably just follow us. I... Their business will you do? I don't know. Look... Let's just go back to the table now. Tomorrow morning, I'll slip away early. Lois always sleeps late, and we can go somewhere together then. Without telling Lois. I promise, without telling Lois. Okay. I'll tell you what. We'll go out to Tomahawk Tree. Tomahawk Tree? Fred, that's where we are. Oh, it's the tree this hotel was named after. Oh. The legend about it. Very beautiful. Tell me. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow, then. You know... This is the most thrilling vacation I've ever had. Well, we're almost to the top. Now, that's the famous tomahawk tree right up ahead. Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's such a beautiful morning. Makes you glad you're alive. Oh, I'm glad you were able to get away without Lois. She was fast asleep. I dressed in the bathroom and sneaked out of the room. <laughs> well, 
Here it is. Tomahawk tree. Look how far down you can see. Mm-hmm. That's Hidden Valley. Okay. Tell me now, Fred. What's the legend? Well, the legend is that more than 200 years ago, an Indian brave killed himself here because he was disgraced in battle. He was the chief's son, but he was a coward. And? So he dug his tomahawk into this tree and jumped over the edge. Ah. But when the other braves tried to remove the tomahawk from the tree and throw it after him, not one of them could budge him. Why not? Well, they thought the great spirit had locked the tomahawk into the tree as a reminder to other braves who might get uh, wet feet, so to speak. <laughs> it's not very romantic. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not all true. What? The lodge has to replace the tomahawk every couple of years as the tree grows around it. <laughs> Fred, you're making the whole thing up. Yeah, give me a hand. No, I don't want to go any closer. That's all right, I got you. I got you. Now, look straight down. Oh, it gives me the chills. You see on the rock down there? You see the the outline? Eddie! All right, I've got you. I have you. Just went over. What the devil are you doing here, Lois? What are you doing so close to the edge? Well, we had our footing all right, but that scream of yours just startled both of us. Well, what do you expect when I find Amy practically going over the side? Lois, I thought you were still sleeping. Well, it's a good thing I went out for a morning walk myself. Mm -hmm. Just happened to come this way. Hmm? I think we'd better all go back for breakfast. I wonder why Fred didn't want breakfast. Well, he's probably miffed at me. But honestly, Amy, he had you too close to the edge. Well, it sure scared me when you yelled. You know, I had no idea that you were following us. Well, I wasn't. I I was out for a walk and, and well, I saw you there. Oh, is there... There's that man staring at us again. Who? The blonde one we saw the night we arrived. Remember, he was starting to come over and Fred got there first? Oh, yes. Here he comes. Is it all right, Lois? I mean, aren't we already taken? Listen, I don't know who's taking who anymore. Good morning, girls. Hello. Do you mind if I join you? Well, I... I guess not. Thanks. I'm George Smith. I've been wanting to meet you. I'm Amy Hastings. Yes, and this yes, is... I know. You do? Uh, that Archer Hamlin business again. Yes, that's right. Well... This is my girlfriend, Lois Wilson. Hi, Lois. Hello. I was going to come over the night you arrived, but uh, some other guy beat me to it. Well, all's fair in love and war <laughs> and uh, summer vacations. <laughs> Amy, I, uh, I wonder if you might like to play some ping pong after breakfast. Well, sure, if you'll teach me. Nothing to it. I'll get Ralph and we'll make it a foursome. Oh, order me toast and coffee. I'll be right back. May I have Ralph Cook's room, please? Ralph, it's Lois. I don't know what it means, but another man's latched himself onto Amy. Well, it doesn't seem likely there'd be two of them, but the Hamlin crowd's clever. They could send in one to cover the other's tracks. I told you about the incident with Fred at the cliff this morning. Hurry up, Lois. We're ready. Oh, uh, 
Have you ever shot one of these things? In college, but archery wasn't my best sport. Whew, I've never held a bow in my life. I wish we'd stuck to ping pong. Well, let's just shoot for fun. Unless you want to keep score. I'll be lucky if I even hit the target. Let's make it just for fun. Mm, suits me. Okay, I'll lead off. Wonderful, George. Wow. Oh. Well, suppose I. Come on, you try it, Amy. Okay. Now, your left hand on the bow. Uh-huh. That's right. Now, put the arrow between your forefinger and your middle finger. Like you're holding a cigarette. I don't smoke. <laughs> well, that's it. That's good. Now, now, just pull back and let go. Oh, I told you I wouldn't hit the target. <laughs> Ralph, uh, I haven't done this in years, but, uh... All right. Here it goes. A bullseye. Ooh, good shot. Oh, come on, Lois. It's your turn. Well, all right, but I don't guarantee anything. Right, now, just, just wait a minute, Lois. Uh, keep your elbows out more. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Now, take your stance. Mm. L- l- let me guide your arm. L- like this? Yeah, that's better. All right, now pull back. Oh, I can't. It's so A little hard. more, a little I more. Can't. Amy, look out. Amy, it's all right. It just nicked my arm. Oh, that was a close one. What happened? Lois lost her balance. Too much tension on the bow, Are you sure you're all right, Amy? Yes, it's, it's just a scratch. I think I'd have been better off without help. What are you trying to say, Lois? Nothing. I'm just glad that Amy's all right. You were there. You saw it. I swear he deliberately turned me toward Amy. Yes, and that's what's got me worried. Got you worried? Looks like the Hamlin crowd has more than one man after Amy. Almost every young girl's dream is to have several men after her. But it's much nicer when romance is their objective instead of murder. We'll return to the fun at the Tomahawk Tree Lodge when I return shortly with Act Three. Vacations are supposed to be fun, but they can be hazardous for a girl with a contract out on her. First Fred, now George. Just who is a poor girl to trust? But Amy is oblivious to her danger at the moment. Do you feel like a swim, Amy? No, it's it's just nice here on the grass. Everything's so exciting, you just have to catch your breath now and then. Oh, come on. Let's swim out to the rock. You go. Well, I don't want to swim alone. Well, where's Ralph? Oh, he had to go into town. He, he had, well, some business to attend to. You know... I wonder where Fred's been. I haven't seen him since yesterday. Probably after someone else. Oh. Oh, come on. Now, don't take it seriously. That's the way everything goes at a place like this. But to tell you the truth, I really like George better. Where is he this morning? I don't know. Well, it's good to relax for a while. You don't have to keep up the personality front. (laughs) Hey... I see they've got the ski lift going again. You know, that does look like fun, riding in those little boxes. They call them gondolas. Lois, why don't we take a ride right now? Why not? If you don't want to swim. Yeah. 
I wonder what's going on down at the dock. Someone probably caught a fish. Well, let's go see. Oh, who cares? I hate fish. Oh, come on, Lois. It's on our way to the ski lift. It's certainly gathering a crowd. Look, there's George. Something must have happened. The boat boy's running toward the lodge. I, I don't think I want to go down there. Oh, come on. We have to find out. They've dragged someone out of the water. Let's hurry, Lois. George? George, what's happened? They just pulled a guy out of the lake. What? Is he... Is he dead? He looks like he's been in the water for at least 24 hours. Oh, how can you tell? Just take a look at him. Oh, no. It's... It's Fred. Huh? Fred Russell. What, what happened? Does anyone know? Well, not so far. I just got here myself. Fred was a good swimmer. Our first day here, we swam out to the rock together. Come on, Amy. Let's go back to the room. I don't want to stand around looking at this. Yes. You're right. I'll call you later. Hello? Lois, it's Ralph. Oh, hello. Can you get away for a drink? Yes. Amy's napping. Meet me in the lounge. Fred's death shoots the two-man theory, doesn't it? Not necessarily. But it sure eliminates him as a future suspect. Ralph, could George have killed Fred to get closer to Amy himself? He could have, and he might have. Well, what do you think? You're the detective. Yeah, I am. I think it's time we got Amy away from here. I'll drive her back to the city tonight. It'll be safer. I'll come, too. No, no, no. It's better if you stay. Why? Well, give Amy and me a chance to slip away. You can follow in the morning. Well, if you think that's best. I do. Let's just play it natural for the rest of the day, hmm? I'll get away during the excitement of the barbecue tonight. All right. Maybe you're right. No, I am. And, uh, please, don't let on that anything is wrong. But try to keep Amy out of the way. And don't leave her side for a minute. Don't worry. Amy. Uh-uh. Come on, sleepyhead. Don't snooze the whole afternoon away. Let's take that ski lift ride. Hmm? Ski lift? Oh. Yes, we, we were going to do that. Come on. Let's get away from the boys for a while. Lego him. Cook calling in. Ralph, where have you been? We've been trying to get through to you for the past hour. What's up? We got a line on the Hastings case. Something that might help you, Ralph. What? That Hamlin crowd's smarter than we thought. The killer they sent up there to get the Hastings name is a woman. Oh, this is fun, Lois. Better than I ever expected. Look how high we have to go. Yeah, it's a long way up. You know... 
It's like the Kitty Ferris wheel we went to at Sunset Park when I was a kid. <laughs> Enjoy it, Amy. We have a long ride to the top. Amy! Lois, open up! Amy! Hey, what's up? George! Have you seen Amy and Lois? Yeah, and I repeat, what's up? They brushed right by me downstairs. They were headed for the ski lift. The ski lift? Did they get on it? Yeah, they're on their way up. Why? Come on. we got to get Amy off that lift. Gosh, this is beautiful, Lois. It's just too bad the boys aren't with us. What are you doing, Lois? Close that door. No, Amy. We'll be at the highest point in just a few minutes. What is this? What are you doing? I'm sorry, Amy. I was getting kind of fond of you. But I'm getting $10,000 for doing my duty. What? What are you talking about? The Hamlin family is paying me $10,000 to kill you. What? For fingering Archer Hamlin. But, but Lois, you're my friend, aren't you? I was planted in the office, Amy. To make friends with you so that I could arrange this opportunity. You mean... You mean you're going to... I'm going to, to make it look like an accident. I tried to startle you that day on the cliff with Fred, but he held on to you. And that arrow, I, I purposely lost my balance. No. But I missed. Fred. You killed Fred. They'll find a bullet in his body when they do the autopsy. I killed him because I knew he was getting suspicious of me. I was trying to make that detective think Fred was after you. And then George showed up and I had to switch the suspicion to him. Who's a detective? Ralph. Who else? Get us to the halfway point on the toe. We can intercept them there. If we make it. You mean Lois is actually going to try to kill Amy? She's a hired killer. I thought it was Fred Russell first. And then you came along. Me? I'm a coal salesman from Philadelphia. Well, Amy's life is in danger every minute she's with Lois. Pray we get to the halfway point before the gondola does. was sent here to look out for you. He wants to take you back to the city tonight, so I'll have to get it over with now. No. No, Lois, you can't. I'll fight. I know. That's what I expect you to do. I'll tell everyone you got panicky and tried to jump. No. I tried to stop you, but you were too strong for me. You fell over the side. No one will believe that. Well, you won't be around to argue the point. Lois, I can't believe you're trying to do this. Oh, come on. I don't enjoy it. I have to do it. The money doesn't mean that much, but my husband works for the Hamlin family. They made it clear that if I fail, my husband will... Uh, well, I don't have to say it. So it's really my life for his? Yes. Look, you said Ralph is a detective. Maybe he can help save your husband. Oh, oh, oh Amy. Dear, innocent Amy, you don't know the Hamlin crowd. If you did, you'd never have turned Archer in. Don't make it any more difficult for me. No! No! Let go of the side! I won't! You're going out! Now! We made it. The girls are in the red gondola. The fourth one down. Are you sure? That's the one they got into. You're right. 
Hey, they've got the door open. This is the highest spot, too, just before the midpoint landing. She's trying. Hey, look. Good Lord, they're both hanging halfway out. Fight, Amy! Fight! We do something until that gauntlet gets here. Amy, hang on, we're here. Hang on and fight! Amy. George, it was horrible. Lois tried to... Quick, quick, get her out. Lois fell. She, she tried we know, to kill We me. know, Amy. We saw it. Now take it easy. Get her to the car. Let's get back to the lodge. I've got work to do. Amy, I want you to stay in your room. And take the pills the doctor gave you. I'm all right, really. My back hurts and my arms are sore, but... Otherwise, Amy, you've had an emotional shock. We'll get you back to New York tonight. I just can't believe it happened. That Lois... This place will be crawling with police by nightfall. You'll be safe here, but I don't want you to leave the room. All right. I guess I don't have any choice. No, you don't. I've got to get downstairs and make some more phone calls. Now, you try to rest, Amy. Lock the door behind me, and I'll call you later. All right. I'll be all right, really. Hello? Miss Hastings? Yes. Are you enjoying the vacation, Miss Hastings? What do you mean? You didn't think there'd be only one of us, did you? Who is this? A friend, Miss Hastings. With a little advice. Oh, no. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. It's an old adage well worth remembering. Those who heed its advice are more often successful than not. Oh yes, there's another old saying that's a favorite of mine. See no evil, hear no evil, but most of all, speak no evil. You can stay out of a lot of trouble that way. I'll return shortly. time has come for us to leave the lovely Tomahawk Tree Lodge. We do hope you had a wonderful time. Of course, vacation resorts such as the Tomahawk Tree aren't really dangerous or menacing. That is, if you know how to ride a horse. If you're careful who your archery companions are. And, uh, of course, if you don't have a murderer on your trail. Our cast included Lynn Loring, Francis Sternhagen, Mandel Kramer, Ralph Bell, and Nat Poland. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! (sighs) Smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.